After experiencing a devastating breakup, it may feel like you will never get the things that you want out of life, especially if what you want and what you really desire is marriage. It may seem hard, sis, but let me tell you, as a Christian woman, God is not withholding his good gifts and blessings from you. Now, I have five secrets that I want to share with you on today on how to get everything that you want in life as a Christian woman. So join me for this right after this. Hey, sis, welcome to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. Are you hurt and confused after a recent breakup? Are you having thoughts like, I can't believe I'm here again. Why wasn't I enough for him? Or I'm never going to get married. Do you find yourself Googling how to get past the breakup or how to heal my broken heart? Do you start your morning feeling like you can finally breathe again only to fall apart when you see a picture of your ex on social media? Hey sis, I'm Candace. I too was a single Christian woman who was heartbroken but still desired marriage. I too had numerous failed relationships and wished the right man would come along. I wanted closure from past relationships, healing for my heart, and I wanted to feel joy in my life again. But the truth is, I had no idea where to start or how to make any of this happen until I found the secret, partnering with God to heal from heartbreak. In this podcast, you will find tips for moving on after breakups, growing your relationship with God, and preparing for future relationships so that you will heal your heart and be ready to move forward into the life you desire. So turn off those heartbreak songs and turn me up in those earbuds. It's time to heal, sis. Hey, sis, and welcome back for another episode. I'm so excited that you are joining me here today. Happy New Year if you just joined us this year. Um, I'm really excited about this year. I have so much that I want to share with you all, and I'm hoping that we will take your healing journey to new and higher heights this year, okay? If you are new here and you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please hit your subscribe button wherever you are listening. And if you have not yet left your five-star written review, please go ahead and leave your review right now. I also have a review that I want to read to you guys today. And this review, it doesn't have a real name, but it says J-U-I-V-V-V-X-X. Okay, that's what's, that's what's listed there. But the title is Amazing Resource for Healing Journey. And it reads, came across this show and it's exactly what I need out of a recent breakup. Love this show. Thank you, Candice. Thank you, sis. Our bro, whoever left it, <laughs> thank you so much for leaving this five-star written review. It means so much to me that you would take a moment out of your busy schedule to come by and let us know what you think about the show. And also, I'm so glad to hear that you are loving it, okay? And I'm hoping that it helps you thrive on your healing journey. So sis, if you have not yet left your five-star written review, please go ahead and do that. It really helps the show and it helps other women just like you to find the show. So today we are talking about getting what we want as Christian women, okay? And I wanted to come and share with you how I did it. I feel like God has just been so good to me over the years. Um, and I didn't always feel like I was getting everything that I wanted, but I've shared last week about 
things happening and how fast things can happen. And so we talked about, you know, the question was, will anything change for me in 2024? And that's a question that you should really ask yourself. Do you believe that anything is going to change for you? Do you believe that you will get the desires of your heart this year? And I want you to know that you can. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to get everything that you want this particular year, right? But you can start working on it this year, getting some and making progress towards the rest. So that's what we want to talk about today. Like, how do you get what you want? Now, this is not about manipulating anything or trying to manipulate God into giving you what you want. It is just based on his natural principles. If you read the Bible, God has promises all throughout the Bible. Okay. He promises us us things. And he also says, if you do this, then this will happen. Right. And so we start to see that there is this exchange of what he wants and desires from us and what he promises us as a result of being obedient to him and walking in his ways and doing what his word says to do. Okay, and so let's start talking about that today. Like, and I want to share with you kind of specifically the things that I did throughout my journey as a as a Christian woman, just my walk. And when I really got serious about my walk and things that I can really look back to and say, hey, I started to experience a shift and changes and receiving the desires of my heart around this time. And these are the things that I did. So let's really dig into this today. This is going to be such a good episode. Make sure you have a notebook and pen, journal, whatever it is that you like to take notes in so that you can write these things down. Number one, put God first in your life. Okay. I mean, really put him first, not lip service here. Okay. We're not just saying, God, I put you first, but you are actually putting him first. And so how do you do this, right? You always, it's always like, how, but how I want to, but it's hard, right? Because I've told you so many times how I used to always put the man first, right? The relationship first. That was always the thing that was first in my life because I desired that more than God. I dare not speak that, but in my heart, God knows our hearts, sis. He does. We might as well speak it because he knows what's in our hearts. And so what is the thing that you desire more than God? It's like you have to surrender that thing to him and allow him to be first. Okay. You have to worship him, meaning you have to place more value on your relationship with God than your relationship with man. So you have to start doing this exchange of the things that you are holding tight to that are not God and say, hey, God, I'm giving this to you and I want you to now be first. I want you to take the place, right? And I talk about this in my course, Grieving the Living. It's talking, I, I explain it as switching out your nucleus. Your nucleus is the thing that's the center of your life and it's the thing that fuels you and gives you power. It's the thing that has to focus and everything else in your life revolves around this nucleus. Well, if the nucleus is marriage, man, relationships with others, then that's what fueling you, which means you're not going to be fulfilled. While they may fuel you a little bit, they're not fulfilling you. God is the only one who can fulfill you. So he needs to be first in your life. Number two, do any healing work that needs to be done. Okay, sis, you know if you have experienced heartbreak and you are still dealing with that hurt, you're still dealing with pain, betrayal, you're still trying to mend the pieces of your broken heart, that really needs to be done. It's hard to get the desires of your heart when your heart is sick, 
when your heart is broken. It's like, it's so much stuff within there that just isn't right. And it isn't of God. You get the desires of your heart. You get the things that you want in life by first having a pure heart. Okay. You have a pure heart. And so you have to do the work to get out all the things that are in there. That's not like God. You have to get out the bitterness. You have to get out the unforgiveness. You have to get out the hurt, right? You have to get out all of these things that have not come from God. You have to get out the fear, all the things that are in your heart that's clogging it up, that's making it dark and hard have to be removed in order for you to get the things that you want. Number three, write a vision for your life. Habakkuk 2.2 says, write the vision and make it plain, right? And you must have heard this scripture so many times through the new year when people start saying, write a vision for your life, write a vision for your life. But first you have to have a vision, right? Before you write one, you have to have one. So that's why the first two things are so important because before you write that vision for your life of what you want your life to look like, God needs to be first because you want him to give you the vision. And two, the healing work needs to be done because your heart needs to be cleaned out. So make sure those two things are done first. There's no rush on this, sis, okay? You're gonna take your time, you're gonna go through these things and you're going to get it and get it right. So number three is write the vision. What do you want your life to look like? And you may have never sat down and thought about this. You may have only said, I wanna be married and that's it. But start thinking about what else does your life look like aside from being married and start jotting those things down. And then you can come up with a vision, allow God to pour into you to come up with a vision for your life and then write that thing down. I'll tell you something I did, 2022, I believe, a lot happened in 2022. A lot happened. That was like a whirlwind of a year. That's the year that I published my book, the year I started the podcast. And I just had to do so much that year. But I was taking a course and we were talking about getting clarity, right? Clarity for life and your business and all these things. And one thing that the person who did the course challenged me to do was to write a one year vision for my life. And I did that. I wrote that vision. And when I went back and read it in a year, everything, everything that I wrote down as a vision for my life for that next year had come to pass. And it's not like I just put the vision somewhere and like I wrote it down and left it, but I did read it from time to time because I wanted to be reminded of the things that I wanted my life to look like. And that's why having a written vision is so powerful because you can go back to it and you can look at it and it encourages you and it allows you to see like, this is what I want my life to look like. Last year, we. I mean, uh, last week we kind of talked about a vision board. And so like writing out a vision and then making a vision board is also very helpful, but you need to have a vision for your life that has been thought about and written out so that you can come back to it and you can have it down out of your head and it's very clear. It's not clear as long as it's, as long as it's in your head. It has to come out of your head down to paper in order for it to really be clear. All right, number four, focus on what you can control. 
So this is a big one, okay? A lot of times we try to focus on the things that we cannot control, especially when life feels like it's out of control. So I know this season of your life, you're dealing with heartbreak right now, that it may seem like your life is so in such a disarray, like you can't control anything. So you try to grab hold of things that you still really can't control and you do your best to control it. And all it does is produce anxiety, depression, fear, like all of these things come as a result of trying to control things that you can't control. One big thing that I see a lot of women who have experienced breakups, who want to be with their exes, try to control is the ex. They try to make him talk to them. They try to get him to do what they want him to do. And they are so distraught and disappointed when he does not They try to make him give them closure. And he may not even be capable of this. I talk about this in episode nine, I believe, and I've gotten a lot of feedback on that episode recently. It's an old episode, but people who are coming in brand new go and listen to episode nine. And then they send me a message and say, this episode was so powerful. It was so freeing, you know, and that's why I talk about um, things to do instead of, you know, seeking closure from your ex. And so, um, and that was something that I had to learn. I tried to control that as well. And I was devastated each and every time things didn't work out the way that I wanted them to. One thing that you have to remember is that there's not one other human being on this earth that you can control outside of yourself. And with that being said, do what you can do yourself. Don't try to control what another person does. And another thing that you can't control is outcomes, even if you are doing the work for something, you cannot control the outcome that will be produced from the work that you do. I'm struggling with that right now, to be honest with you, because I'm trying to build my business and do all these things. I'm trying to to grow the podcast and the reach and all of these things, but I have no control over the outcome. So what I have control over is to consistently show up, to consistently put out podcast episodes for you all, to consistently do my marketing, all of those things. But I can't make people buy my services. I cannot make people listen to the podcast. I can't make those things happen. So what I have to do is surrender. And so the same thing for you, sis, Whatever you can't control that you wish you could, you have to surrender that thing or that person to God and allow God to have his way with that or with them. And you just keep showing up for yourself. You do your work. You, one, put God first. Two, do your healing work. And three, write your vision. Because those three things, you absolutely have control over those things. And they will produce results. They will produce fruit. You don't know what that fruit looks like. Again, you don't have control over what that outcome looks like. But they will produce fruit. And it will be good fruit. It will be good fruit. You just don't know what that fruit will be. Okay? And then number five read the Bible and apply it to your life. All right, sis, when you start doing this, it's a game changer. It is a game changer. And I learned that myself. It was a moment of like, wow, whenever I would actually see what obeying God's word actually could do for me. When I actually started to delight myself in the Lord, yes, that's when I started to get the desires of my heart, right? That's the scripture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, when I did that, my desires began to change a bit. 
Okay. And I began to have what God desired for me. Those became my desires, which is a good thing. It's an amazing thing. And it's not like, oh God, I don't want this. I don't want this. Like God desires this. No, you actually genuinely develop a desire for these things. Like that's what you start going after. And so I began to see that when the Bible says, bring all your tithes into the storehouse, then that there may be meat in your house and watch me open up a window from heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. Sis, <laughs> I ain't rich over here. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that, but I'm not missing anything. I'm not lacking anything. I had my, I don't know if you know this, I may have shared this on a podcast. I maybe not, I'm not sure. But earlier this, um, well, I can't say this year, in 2023, I had my student loans forgiven. I, that was a big thing for me, okay? That was nearly $40,000 forgiven, right? I don't have to pay it. I got a letter in the mail that said, thank you for your service. Your student loans have been forgiven. I was like, that is nothing but God. That is nothing but God, zero balance, right? So you have to start taking God at his word and start taking, I'm not saying take the whole Bible and say, oh, this is because it becomes overwhelming, right? When you're like, oh my God, I got to do all of this. Okay. Take one thing at a time. Where are you going to start? What are you going to do? What, what is it that God has commanded you that has a promise attached to that and work it out there. Start there. Okay. God has so many promises in his word. You can literally go to a chapter randomly, right? <laughs> and probably find a promise somewhere in there that says, do this and this will happen. Okay. So just start somewhere. Okay. You just have to find a place to start. All right. And then I have a bonus for you as well. This bonus is very important and it encompasses everything, all five things on the list. And it is to be patient enough to wait on God. So you're going to do this stuff, right? And you might say, nothing is happening. I don't feel different. My life doesn't look any different. I don't know where it went wrong because you may already be doing some of this stuff and you might be saying, it's not working. Sis, that's the thing. You have to be patient because there's also a scripture that in the Bible that God says, at the appointed time, I will make it happen for you at the appointed time. So you don't want it to show up early because then you won't be able to handle it. And God is never late. So at the appointed time, he's going to make things happen for you. So be patient. If you haven't prayed for anything this year, pray for patience to wait on God. And you're like, oh Lord, I used to be the person. Let me tell you, I hated praying for patience because I was like, God's going to give me opportunities to be patient. I was very naive back then because God, Lord knows I've needed patience. But now it's like, okay, God, when, when you're telling me to wait, when I know I need to wait, give me the patience, right? Grace me with the patience that I need to wait on you in this season, to wait on you for this particular thing to happen, to wait on you for an answer 
for direction, for guidance, for wisdom on a matter, right? Give me patience, God. So you have to do the same thing. You're like, God, I'm going to do the work and give me patience to wait on an outcome. Give me patience for this stuff to show up in my life, for it to work in my life, for me to feel the difference, God, because I know you're going to bless me. Again, we don't know what the blessing looks like, but I know you're going to bless me. So give me the patience to wait. And so sis, if you need help with any of this stuff, right? Putting God first, right? I'm going to read them down for you one more time. Putting him first, doing the healing work, writing the vision, focusing on what you can can control and reading the Bible and applying it to your life. If you need help with any of those things, sis, and you need someone to help you to really like put these things in perspective for you, develop a plan on how you can use these things to help you heal in this season of your life, book a heartbreak coaching session with me, okay? I am here for it. This is the new year and this is the perfect time to really develop a plan for your life. How am I gonna do this? What does it look like to put God first in this season when I'm hurting, right? What does healing look like during my season of heartbreak? What does a vision for my life, what would it look like right right now in this season? What is it that I can control? Help me to figure out how to do it. So I'm here to help, sis, if you are struggling in these areas and you want help healing from your breakup, from this heartbreak that you're experiencing, putting God first and doing all the things, go to CandaceABaddies.com forward slash services and book your heartbreak coaching session there. I'll be more than happy to sit with you, to develop a plan, to work with you, to listen to you, right? And we can spend one whole hour together working on your next step to get you moving forward in your healing journey, okay? And that's it. That is it, sis. This has been an episode that I really hope that you've taken your notes on. If you did not take notes, run it back one time, take your notes so that you know what you're doing. You can absolutely have everything, everything that you want in life. It may not all come at one time. It may not all come right now, but you can have it. You're God's child right? There's there's also a scripture, and I, I haven't planned any of these. Holy Spirit's just giving them to me right now, but there's a scripture that says, if any of your, like, your children would ask you for, um, or which of you, if your children would ask you for bread, would give them a stone? Like, who would do that? So if you evil people, he says, knows how to give good gifts to your children, how much more would my heavenly father give gifts to those who would ask him? You're his child. He loves you. He wants to give you good gifts. He's just not going to give you something that you can't handle in this season. He's not going to give you something that will hurt you and and derail your life. He's not going to give that to you. Now, you might go after it, but he's not going to give it to you. So his gifts are good right? And they produce goodness. They're good fruit. So wait on him. Again, that that bonus, be patient enough to wait on him. All right, sis, I love you so much. I'm so glad that you joined me for this week's episode. I hope you got a lot out of it. Come join us in the Facebook group to continue the conversation. All right. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Bye, sis. Hey, sis, listen, if you have been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. 
Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.